0: going to Shane, watching free dive in those massive movie failures that we hate to love. Each week, we look at a movie that either we or guests love, but society shames them for. We peek in each nook and cranny for every bright spot, keeping the public at bay while watching these movies like the miracles that they are. Today, we're going back to the beginning, going back in time, starting afresh, because this is episode 100, and you've asked for it, you've demanded it. We are watching Shrek the Musical
1: episode 100 episode 100 episode 100
2: they can't see but i just casted a fishing line i I connected two companies i know but still
1: yeah, no, that's that's, that's appropriate Dreamworks. because this is not a 20th century Fox joint. Sorry, 20th <laughs> Nor century, is it Dream DreamWorks. 20th Century Studios joint. Uh, it's a DreamWorks joint.
0: And I, of course, am James, the lover of all things Shrek. Below me is the lioness herself.
3: Olivia Slap and I am the social media girl, also the host of Shame Watch TV. Guys, we're covering the Bachelorette. It's getting really good. So if you have not caught up yet, just sign on to patreon.com/shamewatch. Sign up for as low as two dollars a month, and you get to hear all of the spicy takes. It's awesome
0: get that spice speaking of spice this next person loves spice i'm talking about our chief archivist kenny madison kenny how are you doing
1: uh i've actually got some sad news to report uh okay. this is uh this has been a long time coming yeah uh but this is going to be my last episode as chief archivist of flatfilms.com um because that's with the higher ups Mm. and they said i've been doing a great job. That's true. And so i've gotten a promotion. Please meet the new executive chief archivist of flatfilms.com.
0: You know, it's been a long time coming, buddy. Congratulations, you deserve it. I'm so yes! proud of you. I'm so proud of you. Woo! You've been working your tail off this past year and a half
1: and it's I'm, finally paid off.
2: No one does no one better deserved it.
1: I'm really happy to be the executive chief chief archivist. That also means uh, that we are currently hiring at Flat Films. We are looking yes. for new chief archivists. So please yeah. uh, apply. Look on Indeed. Look on Monster. Look on uh, uh, Craigslist. Craigslist. Yeah. Uh, go go go! Apply. Reach out to us personally. We'll we'll definitely take some applications for a new chief archivist. But you will be reporting to me.
0: Yeah, you will yes. be underneath uh, Kenny. And of course, our last, our most lovable and our most huggable guest.
2: And I'm making Testament waffles. Um, yeah, uh, Aaron Salinas, guys, uh, editor, uh, um, huggable dude, nice guy, um, does uh, fun stuff here and there. Uh, Aaron Salinas, and today we're talking about the uh, the the smash. M- mouth musical shrek the musical oh Uh, yeah
1: i decided lack decidedly lacking in terms of smash mouth
2: i'm really disappointed by that
1: yeah there was zero percent smash mouth which i'm kind of surprised by uh and i was expecting none of the pop songs to be in this musical uh and yet they still had i'm a believer at the end i mean that is
0: pretty classic of that 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 genre
2: of that franchise Now, friends, I was, I was expecting Abba's "Mamma Mia" to be Smash Mouth's "Shrek the Musical." That's what I was expecting, and I was very disappointed.
1: Yeah, yeah. Meryl comes out at the end, and it's like we were we're putting together a team.
2: Cher comes down. It it was going to be a whole thing.
3: And then I take my cinematic ambient and (laughs) goes and go to sleep.
2: (laughs) Exactly.
0: So people might be wondering watch. why are you talking about Shrek, the musical? It's a musical, not a movie. And why Shrek? Well, I mean, as you all know, this group sort of started after I forced my friends to watch uh, a Shrek marathon. And then we talked about it. So yeah. it seemed fitting that on episode 100, we discuss the last piece of the puzzle, the missing Gem to the Infinity Gauntlet,
1: Shrek the Musical. Well, I still think there's pieces that we could still put in the gauntlet, but we got like most of the stones. Like I saw Shrek Swamp Stories on Netflix as well. Th- uh, probably need to cover Shrek 3D.
0: And the scary story, Shrek. Scary
1: stories. Have we covered Good Puss in Boots yet? Boots hmm? with uh, Zaddy. and yeah, oh. Zaddy. Zaddy oh, yeah, himself. I don't think we've covered Puss in Boots yet.
0: Well, that'll be episode 200. It'll sure. be. A okay. it's no. canon. Yeah, it's canon. Uh, canon Executive Chief Archivist, please mark it on the calendar. Oh. I know that. It. I know that's uh, on your previous job title, but we still need to fill that uh, Chief Archivist role.
3: Yeah, right. So you
0: will well, be pulling double duty.
1: For yeah, I'm gonna be pulling double duty. <laughs> also, so keep
3: in mind. So I jumped onto the pod later. Um, nice. and and shrek was the first episode that i listened to when i oh. heard of you guys for the first time oh so, yeah and then and james it all and I, comes
2: full circle yeah.
3: and then james and i bonded in the miscongeniality episode about holding out for a hero uh, hell by the fairy godmother. yeah <laughs> still
0: slaps best sequence oh. in cinematic history so fucking slap it's so I- good <laughs>
1: What about the part when Miles Morales finally has the Spider-Man suit on? Oh, don't get oh, me
0: started, too. Kenny. Oh, oh, I tear up every time
3: because... He's having a synagasm right now. Uh,
1: God, <laughs> uh, it's so good. <laughs> oh, wow. Film reels are currently shooting out all over the walls. <laughs> <laughs> just bouncing everywhere. I'm covered in film everywhere. Uh, no, I,
0: I love... I love so many things. That's I'd good. That's, that's important
3: yeah Uh, there's so much hate in this world right now yeah and that
0: uh, that's the point of our podcast is to spread love and cheer and uh fight the darkness and the negativity that populates the world and quench the thirst and quench the thirst because we're all (laughs) so hot
3: because i'm drinking water right now
0: (laughs) hell yeah so uh yes kenny
1: i'll keep going
0: Okay. Well, I was just going to pose a question to the group. Uh, had anyone he- heard of this musical before we uh, uh, we watched it today?
2: I had. And it was kind of it came out around that same weird time when it kind of felt like they were trying to make everything a musical. Yeah. Uh, yeah like yeah. Spider-Man was kind of a reach and then I kind of heard about oh. Trek the musical. <laughs> and when I heard I mean, about Trek the musical I was like that might Work? <laughs>
0: Kenny? Uh, yes, Kenny.
1: Uh James, can you go check your front door?
0: Can I check my front door? Is that why go listen... check the
1: front. Go check the front door, please.
0: Okay,
2: I'll go. I'll be right back. Uh James just went out of frame just letting people know what's going on.
1: Yeah, now for the listener, well, just to fill a little bit of time, uh James's favorite restaurant, I believe, is Buffalo Wild Wings and so i just ordered some buffalo wild wings for james uh in celebration of the 100th episode
2: (laughs) james is back uh
1: looks like he's got a sack of something uh
0: i believe kenny did you order me buffalo wild wings
1: oh yes 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 i did myself (laughs) uh aaron and olivia ordered you buffalo wild wings the celebration of bringing us together and letting us be able to create 100 great episodes And so many Patreon episodes of lovely content. And it's all thanks to you and your persistence in trying to create as much content as possible for your YouTube channel. Thank you so much, James.
3: Yes, we love you, James.
2: Thank you. Uh celebrate. I'm touched. Thank you. (laughs) He might be the only person I know that gets emotionally worked up for me (laughs) though. It was Uh, nice. (laughs) It's the gesture. And I (laughs) love it.
3: In the cinematic ambient episode, uh, that's when Aaron brings reference about like Buffalo Wild Wings. So, <laughs> if you need more context on that.
1: Yeah, uh, we we established in in an episode, actually in an episode that we were gonna buy you Buffalo Wild Wings. Uh, <laughs> Did guess- you?
3: Yeah, we yeah. we're like, okay, what can we say that will make James like listen to this episode?
1: <laughs> and, then,
3: and then I said, what if we, like, the, the the plan was to send you Buffalo Wild Wings, and I was like, signed your doppelganger from the AMC theater, pass.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: oh, man, thank you so much, friends. This legitimately means a lot. Thank you. I love Buffalo Wild Wings, and I'm going to eat
2: this. <laughs> Do it. Do it, man. Go get go a fork.
1: fork. Go, go vamp. Fork. We'll vamp. Go, yeah. uh, so we'll I vamp. believe the question before James uh, emotionally got Buffalo Wild Wings, which is never a sentence that I thought I'd say, was, had we heard Struck the Musical, and I believe Aaron had answered, Olivia, were you were you about to answer?
3: Yeah, I I had heard of it, and I think just like Aaron, it was kind of during that time where all popular films that we had loved in the aughts were being turned into musicals. And I, I hadn't really heard so much of Shrek though, as much as like SpongeBob, the musical that was like the, the newest one. And then like mean girls and legally blonde Uh, the Spider-Man one. I completely forgot about the Spider-Man one, but uh, I, I, I had heard of Shrek the musical. I just hadn't seen it yet.
1: Yeah. I knew absolutely nothing about this. I knew that it was on Netflix uh, Which
2: I found very surprising. I don't know why.
1: Sure. Um, I knew that this was on Netflix. I knew that that's it. I have No other knowledge regarding Shrek the Musical, and I knew that it was on Netflix since we did the, I think the first marathon where we actually talked about the Shrek, the the first four Shrek movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and y- yeah, we're just putting this into the Infinity Gauntlet of the Shrekiverse. <laughs>
0: Speaking of the Shrek verse, sure. this musical has a really great opening bit where it's new original content
1: establishing. Yeah, a new a, DreamWorks logo. A new,
0: it's beautiful, uh, new fishing pool for the boy fishing. And um, it establishes that uh, Shrek was kicked out of the house when he was seven and uh, his ogre family didn't really want
1: him. Yeah, that had no bearing on the plot at all. That but, was weird.
2: But what I liked about it is Shrek, as we all know, in its historical significance, is the biggest fuck you to Disney. And Mm -hmm. Disney has some pretty powerhouse Broadway musicals. Lion King is, I think, the ninth wonder of the world. Um, You know, Aladdin's pretty successful. And so what better way than starting off with, you know, where everyone else starts with coming together and being... Uh, you know, spiritually significant in the world wherever you may be, then Shrek comes along. Is like, no, we're gonna start off with a really pretty song about abandoning your child. What more of a Shrek way can you start? And I was, I was sold the the, the second the, the the musical started.
0: Here's the All thing: right. I wanted more of that content, and I'll get into it deeper because I've got opinions and theories, y'all. Uh, but. This musical could've worked so much better. It was fine. It's a fine. James, musical. why do you have newspaper
2: James. clippings and and red yarn, string them together, and with the crazy my, look in your eyes? Follow eye.
1: my train of thought. Yes. Just okay. I'm connecting the dots here. So excited if, to see how you're going to connect Shrek to Mary Steenburgen. I don't it's know why she's
0: very there. easy cuz Mary was there when the parents abandoned Shrek and that's why he is the way he is and we could have seen that entire arc go and it uh, to end it simply with the musical should have ended uh as Shrek gets his swamp and enters the the outhouse that we first pick up on the shrek movie thus continuing the shrek universe
1: so you wanted this to be a stone cold prequel
0: i wanted this to be a stone cold prequel that explained how shrek got his swamp and is the way he is because it would have been a great way to explore character and figure out like he was this hopeful kid they wrote original songs about him wanting to be a hero and wanting to like save the day and essentially get All this attention and glory, we could have seen that. We could have seen like this hopeful kid grow up into this, uh, like cynical adult, and that could have been
1: the end. And then it would, yeah, because if there's one thing that Broadway, if there's one thing that Broadway musicals love to leave an audience on, it's a big cynical ending.
0: I know (laughs) it's a bold move, but I think it would have been the best move. That's how Disney's
2: been the cash cow they've been today,
1: (laughs) yeah, (laughs) according to wikipedia the of the top 10 music the musical theater franchises disney has positions one and nine uh the first one being lion king the ninth wonder of the world uh eight is of course uh king kong and number nine position is beauty and the beast Mm. wow wow has grossed eight billion dollars Damn, oh, worldwide. My God.
3: The animated film or the live action? Or the, the, the musical. Or
1: the musical. The musical. Oh, okay. Uh, which is definitely why they, instead of trying to interpret that musical for the screen, whenever they did their quote unquote live action version, they just chose photorealistic animals. It's great. It's wonderful. It's fine.
2: <laughs> I will say, it's I do like. like, like g- g- oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I, I do like your interpretation mostly just because. Seven-year-old Shrek and seven-year-old Aaron kind of had the same body type, so to see more of seven-year-old Shrek would have been really nice. Just to see a a a, a young young ogre trying to traverse the world, um, mm-hmm. but I got I gotta say I was kind of a sucker for this whole thing. I mean, d- d- go on. I did, I just I, I really thought Donkey was gonna steal the show again, but I gotta say. Farquad was fucking gold, man.
3: Oh my god,
1: yes.
2: <laughs> it was That man deserves an EGOT just off of this one performance. I'll say I'll I'll say it.
1: Woo! Yes. I I I dare say Shrek was probably the least engaging person in the entire musical. Yeah. Sorry, least engaging yeah. ogre in the entire musical. Thank you. Thank you, Kenny. Least engaging cast member, least ent- engaging Hold on. I'll Least Engaging I don't Least Engaging Creature Least Engaging Creature Least Engaging uh, okay. Some of fill time I'm going to be I'm going to be a while
0: uh, Speed Dubs is really good Thank you so much For buying it for me
2: Right on man What's your flavors of choice?
0: Uh, sweet Barbecue is uh, Actually one of James's sh- choice right and right I also on. like Asian Zing And
1: uh, Honey Barbecue I remember they did A pumpkin flavor
3: oh my gosh
1: character (laughs) least engaging character there it is good job kenny
2: there it is right on the money but yeah i i was i was a sucker for it i did did
1: anybody else is uh, do we have context for this uh indeed we do have context for this our 100th episode of a shame while the context segment has not lasted uh, since the beginning of the show, the context has been something that we have made into a stone-cold tradition, including our context stinger. James, rolled that beautiful stinger.
3: Context.
1: And uh, Aaron, take that swallow that was on the mic and then just peek that. So we just make that. Gotcha. Make that swallow I'll, as loud as it is. I'll
2: put that before the intro music and then start the episode. Yeah. start. am
1: sorry. kind of changing things up in celebration of our 100th episode. Uh, I went, instead of to the critics that we love to go to, I actually went to the audience just to change things up. <laughs> oh, okay. And okay see okay. what the True. common people. Might have to say about Shrek the musical just to give back not only to our fans but to fans of things in general, you know, you know what I mean. I yeah, feel you, I get
0: where you're thrown down, sure.
1: And so that's why I pil- pulled this quite wonderfully articulated review from Rotten Tomatoes user Jerk J. <laughs> and the review uh yeah i'm just going to deliver this verbatim the review goes <laughs> this movie is acting the and my kids will have a cancer next for generations photo come i feel sick and want to die shrek the musical tore my family apart and i as a feminist found duh, the dragon to be very offensive the a looked like fat Basra Dared, who turned gay and had Deadpool babby legs. I would rate this Mcuvik ten out of ten to people who I hate. DreamWorks was a mistake, uh, fuck.
2: And that was Roger Ebert.
1: That was Roger Ebert of the <laughs> Chicago Sun Times in a review. Classic <laughs> yeah. Ebert. That was that was pure poetry. Uh, that's the context that we need uh, to establish why someone might feel a little bit of shame about watching Shrek the musical that's what Jerk J thinks and he's one of the people
2: he's the people's voice he's-
1: he is the people's voice
0: Olivia what do you think? you're oh, a uh, professional musician
1: you are a professional yeah. musician yeah.
3: Uh, thanks guys I, well I, I thought that this musical it was cute I, I, I wouldn't say that it was my cup of tea and I love Shrek. So it was, I think the part of it was just because like James, I agree with him in that I wanted to see part of the story that we haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. Like the, a prequel would have been really good because then you're giving, you know, like Wicked. Like Wicked is the prequel to the Wizard of Oz and mm-hmm. you see bits and pieces of the Wizard of Oz incorporated throughout the musical. And so I felt like Shrek the musical could have done that in some sense. Like even if they did like the the movie,, uh, the musical adaptation of the film, and then throughout parts of the musical, they could have incorporated pieces of Shrek growing up. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I think that would have injected some new life into a story that we've known for a long time. And but I mean, I still enjoyed it a lot. I mean, I love Sutton Foster she was incredible as princess fiona and and i thought that when i when i first recognized her i was like oh my gosh yes they picked the perfect person for for fiona sutton and foster then,
1: oh my gosh! yeah she's she's genuinely great in this show wonderful, wonderful. yeah which i was kind of surprised at
3: she's tal. she's amazingly talented yes.
1: You said in, in our group chat, because we're friends outside of Justice Podcast, that she's mm-hmm. in a show called Younger? On yes. TV land?
3: Yeah. So the show was originally on, no, I think it was always on, I think it was always on uh, TV land. And now I think it's on Paramount. Whatever. You can catch it on Hulu. But basically she plays a woman in her 40s who is like going through a, a divorce with her husband, like in New York. And she decides that she kind of wants to, you know, change up her life. And like her daughter is like in college. And so she moves into like the city with her best friend who is an artist and she creates a new identity for herself. So she still goes by like her, her real name, Liza Miller, but instead of saying that she's 40 something, she's 26. And she does that because she was trying to get a job going back into like book publishing And as she's doing interviews with all of these companies, they ask her about her age and her experience and notice that they're like she's had a a huge gap because she was a stay at home mom. And so, because she wasn't getting any jobs or getting anywhere, finding work because of her age, that's how she creates that new identity. And so, it's really, it's a really good show. Um, Kenny, the episodes are about 22 minutes, like you said, perfect show. Yeah, they're like. 22 to 30 minutes they're really short uh and 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 darren star is the one who created it so he's the guy behind sex in the city yeah yeah Yeah. it's really good but she's she's amazing in that and then i knew she was a broadway star before watching that show so seeing her on stage as fiona i was like yes you go girl
0: (laughs) yeah okay what what, uh, what were your thoughts
1: I loved it. I was kind of surprised. Um, mm-hmm. 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 I don't think any of the music is particularly memorable, but this darn thing was just so darn charming. I think it's way better than the Shrek movie. Mm-hmm. I,
2: I, interesting. Uh, I, I, I'm, interesting.
1: I gotta agree <clears throat> with
2: Kenny. I, <laughs> I was, I was honestly kind of scared to speak up about it, but like, uh-huh. I. Uh-huh. O- only, again, because Shrek was built to just give a big middle finger to Disney and and Eiger. Like I, I, and it did it again, in my opinion. And that's why I really liked it.
1: Uh, not Eiger. Eisner.
2: Eisner. There we go. Which is
1: who Lord Farquaad is allegedly, allegedly patterned to be, because Michael Eisner apparently is also short. And Lord Farquaad. Also, I don't know if you guys know this, but he quite short. Mm. Uh, mm. Lord Farquaad, he short.
0: Interesting.
2: Okay. And the so mechanics have- to play Farquaad, God bless him, that was knees. so much work.
1: My my biggest laugh moment, um, and normally I would write this down as chief ar- chief archivist, but as executive chief archivist, uh, I. Well, I also have to write it down because I'm pulling double duty. Yeah,
0: you have to pull Farquaad double duty do until we can fill that gap.
1: But my biggest laugh moment was whenever Farquad gets down on one knee and proposes, which is just cause, because the actor <laughs> that's playing Farquad is doing the entire show on his knees. And so he has to somehow bend his fake knees down even more in order to get down on one knee and it's... It's thrilling. It is so funny. I probably laughed for about thirty seconds. It was hysterical.
0: Interesting. So we have two people saying that this musical is better than the movie. Olivia,
3: what do you think? It's better than the movie? No, I think the movie's okay. better. <laughs> I, I just, I just grew up with the movie. The movie came out when I was about eight or nine years old. Yeah, and it's, it's a just, classic. It's a classic. It's a classic. And and, and I and I, but I give them props for for. Making this into a musical adaptation because the production side of it, oh my gosh, was beautiful. Like the dragon.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know really the costumes and the set design. I, at one point.
1: I gasped when the dragon showed up. I. It was kind of a sexy work. number. It was. I was it, so surprised.
0: It was yeah, yeah. The,
1: for for the listeners that have not seen Shrek the Musical, which might be a good portion of them, the the window because they. If you've seen Shrek, you've seen Shrek the Musical basically. So, whenever the dragon breaks through, there's a window and the window breaks apart and then reveals the head of the dragon. And it's like a life sized scaled dragon head. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, Aaron. Am I boring God. you?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, the costumes and the set, totally on point. Totally on point. Totally on point. Now, you. You know, I love musicals. I love Shrek.
1: Yeah, we just got done with Rocktober. Uh, Aaron played the Rocktober stinger. Rocktober.
0: But this goddamn musical is an abomination of what Shrek stands for. I hate this musical. It, It shat in what Shrek needs to be it was a perfect movie and then they try to make it into the stage musical and it doesn't work that's why they needed to make it a prequel so it can continue and perfectly fit into the universe that is already perfect i will gladly pay 30 dollars because this was terrible i hated every moment of it i mean the costumes were cool pinocchio's thing was cool but dragon can't talk is Canon that dragon can't talk. Why make dragon talk? It doesn't make any goddamn sense.
2: So, it this is making it look like I Land. know you're
0: laughing, but it doesn't make sense. She, she
3: this is some spicy taste,
0: cannot speak. Why change that so you can have a sexy number? Don't
1: mess with. The Shrek universe. I genuinely want a t-shirt now that says, Why make Dragon talk? <laughs> That's
3: on our merch line. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> coming out soon. Why
1: make Dragon talk? Why make, why make Dragon why talk? Why make Dragon talk? It doesn't
3: make any sense.
1: Why make Dragon talk?
3: <sighs> wow. Wow. I mean, earlier in this episode, you were having a synogasm, and now you're...
1: For yeah, other
0: reasons, care. not for this musical. So,
1: that's how you felt about the movie. How did you feel about Shrek no, musical? No, don't <laughs> twist my words. I love the movie. The
0: movie was my bread and butter growing up. I texted my best friend, uh, uh, Patrick Scholl, who is on Broadway. Well, he's not on Broadway yet, but he will be on Broadway because he's a phenomenal actor and singer. I, I, text him, uh, I, I, uh, I texted him saying, I'm watching the Shrek musical for my podcast, and good God, it is the worst thing I've ever seen. Uh nice. he has not responded back yet, but if he does, I'll be the first to let you know.
1: Well, sounds really like uh he might not be best friend material because here's the three other people that are willing to, I don't know, come together and purchase you Buffalo Wild Wings on the celebration of an <laughs> important anniversary.
3: My gosh, what you a plot are, twist.
0: You are you all are also my best friends. Just I... he's been my best friend for
2: twenty one years. All right. I'm just trying to digest. James, all I'm not of this. offended. I
3: totally, I totally get it. I've got a, yeah. I got a good group of girlfriends who've known me for a long time. You can
0: have more than one best friend.
1: Yeah, it, I'm fully it's offended. It's a lot of um, most
0: middle school uh, shows.
1: Uh, no, uh, as my best friend Aaron <laughs> Salinas will attest. To. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm fully offended.
2: Not okay with it. But I'm, I, I just, I was not honestly the whole time the, I was watching it. I was like, I think James will like it. No. And then, like, I, I yeah. kept going through. I was like, I think I, this is charming. I think he's going to he's gonna snap with it. I think you'll Here like are it. the
1: things that James will like about Shrek the Musical. <laughs> one, it's Shrek. Two, it's a musical. Uh, th- three, Farquaad is dancing on his legs all the time and he's got little tiny legs. Ugh. Four, Farquaad at one point takes a bath and he's got tiny little baby legs. Gosh. And uh, the gingerbread <laughs>
2: man's back. And the, it's a spot
1: on. Yo. Yo, gingerbread man, though, Gingy. Gingy. Yo, Gingy. Gingy you could see the person's mouth move while she was puppeteering it. It's fake.
0: I don't care. I want some immersion. Damn it.
3: <laughs>
0: like they didn't it's even try.
1: They didn't even try. Are you kidding? They built a fully functional animatronic gingerbread man that talks.
2: And a rotating it was swamp a puppet.
1: A rotating swamp.
2: Sun Pinocchio's Foster. nose grew.
0: See,
1: that was cool. The costume. monster did costume changes where her skin suddenly went green. Yeah. At and The her costu- nose is big.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And they put on a nose. The costumes and the sets were awesome. I'm not spewing that. I'm saying the story should have been a prequel because they added things to an already airtight, perfect script. <laughs> From a movie. I'm not joking. I love, as you all know, I love
2: Shrek the movie.
1: Yeah, that's why we're doubling back, baby. James, you're using the same
2: verbiage people use for Citizen Kane.
1: (laughs) I know, because it's it's
2: my Citizen Kane.
3: Yeah, it's your godfather. It Uh...
0: is. I grew up on this.
3: Because you can make a fair point, but Shrek is like the godfather because uh, part two... Is sometimes argued as the better movie. Hell
0: yeah. Marlon
2: Brando did not almost ruin his jaw to be compared to Michael Myers and Shrek. <laughs> oh, not- right.
0: Hold on, they are both classics and uplift us <laughs> as a society.
1: I, okay, Brando I'm times, not. <laughs> uh, no, Brando's awful. Bra- yeah, he's not. Brando's sometimes a duty head, uh, which is and- why Shrek is better. And
0: Olivia's a hundred percent right. It's yeah, our sure, childhood sure. godfather.
1: It's
3: it's it's because it's all because of that hold it out for a hero instruct too. Oh, oh, can I request a sidebar? Granted. Ooh, granted. Thank you. Okay, so uh, this past weekend I went home to San Antonio for like a family gathering. And the day that I was supposed to head back to Austin, my youngest sister, Sabrina, was like, Hey, I can't find my AirPods. And we're like, Oh my gosh, like, you know, you can't you can't just Ugh. And she goes, I think they're in the trash can, like outside. And we had just thrown out the trash. And so we my sisters and I like we look at like the detection, like the, the bluetooth or, you know, like the little locator, and we mm-hmm. roll the trash can down the street to see if they're in there. And she thinks that they're in there. So we take out the trash out of the trash bin. And we're going through, like, that week's trash, which is gross. And my sister Miranda, uh, somehow, she had some CDs in the trash can. And I go, excuse me, what are these CDs? And it was High School Musical, Shrek, Shrek 2. And I know, I know, the audacity. So I pull those out of the trash, and I'm like, excuse me? Like, I was like, Shrek and Shrek 2 and High School Musical? Yeah, come on. And she goes... She goes, well, I go, you could have at least like given these to uh, half price books or whatever. Or let me take them. And she goes, yeah, just she's like, I don't need them anymore. Go, she goes, Oli, you're not going to you're not going to take these out of the trash. Are right? you going to go you fucking like, hell?
0: Yeah. <laughs> hell oh, Olivia, yeah. I'm so proud of you. Yes. So I
3: have. I have the two soundtracks to Shrek <laughs> and Shrek 2. Yeah. And so, you know, if we want to go on a car ride, once it's safe to gather and just put the windows down and jam out. Um, yes. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yes. i was
2: honestly wondering yeah. where this was gonna like like come full <laughs> circle to. i was oh, like it was great i, I was loved, like was it like,
0: i love that
2: journey like then, picking through um, a swamp like what 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 are we going no here? <laughs>
3: no but and then, and then side note my sister found her airpods like two hours later but they were not in the trash they were in my other sister's like pile of laundry that's oh, just a why
2: side. did she think they were in the trash why did she did she not realize she might have thrown them away or something
1: because she makes yeah. garbage decisions <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> sorry Sabrina.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean does she listen to the pod
3: uh, I don't think so yeah, she she pod. likes she likes to call me out there because she's total gen Z and I'm millennial so we butt heads a lot on what things were popular in our time yeah so. good things I mean what yes. gen Z's
2: got some weird popularity stuff they They endanger themselves with Tide Pods and cinnamon, so... Uh,
1: Okay, old man Salinas. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm just... Shrek the Musical is
2: good. That's a very old man millennial thing to say.
1: All right. If I I could, because despite the name, we are not one to encourage shame, one to try and understand why people might feel the same way and encourage them to feel their feelings to the best of their own truth. Mm-hmm. James, mm-hmm. you are valid.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Aaron, you are valid. Olivia, get your sister to come on the podcast. <laughs> We're all valid here. But if I if I may, if the court will permit me, not a sidebar, oh. but a rare segment, I want to do a double down segment. Oh.
0: Double down. Yeah. Uh,
1: if it will be granted. 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 James, yeah. Perchance to say, perhaps, mm-hmm. that maybe yeah. your great affection for the Shrek franchise yeah. <laughs> has perhaps blurred your vision and perhaps left you incapable of coming to this piece of work on its own terms.
0: Oh, 100%. I've never uh, debated that. That's exactly what's going on.
1: All right. We'll double down over. <laughs>
2: I, I figured it out. That's why I don't like Blade, the TV show. Granted, not, not a lot of people did. Say that. But, <laughs> but
1: you, I was just you, going
2: But you're say calling that. out the fake Santa, James, and that's okay.
1: It's okay. This shre- The musical sits on a throne of lies.
2: Yeah. It does. He smells like beef and cheese. <laughs> Aaron,
1: it's so funny that you
3: mentioned that because I literally, after... After Kenny was going to explain his double down, I go, this reminds me of the time in Blade, the TV show, when Aaron is like, I did not like this.
1: <laughs> You're not also, snipes. I mean, also, Blade. that show is just not good. Yeah. <laughs> and <opposed> and <laughs> musical, which I, I think is good. But also, it's writing this weird line where some of the people are kind of doing their own thing. And then some of the characters are kind of doing impressions of the movie. Uh, the guy that plays Shrek I don't recall what the actual actor's name is. It's Brian Darcy something. He is not exactly doing a Mike Myers impression. He's kind of got a Scottish accent, but really he's doing his own thing. Mm-hmm. And then the gentleman that plays Donkey kind of seems to be doing an Eddie Murphy impression, which is weird. And it just keeps begging the comparison as opposed to just doing your own thing see that's if... kind of why sutton foster rules but also i mean it's really difficult to do a cameron diaz impression i suppose uh, but also there's just sutton foster brings so much uh extra to the role there's so much more it's she's Fioto is much dorkier than in the movie which is yeah. so delightful
0: if they just doubled down on the extra like original content, I think this would have been great.
3: I think so, too. I think I would have... Because, to be honest with you, I mean, I, I enjoyed the musical, but I think my my mind was also kind of wandering when I was watching it because I kept thinking, well, this is basically the movie. Like, no yeah. changes in between. And that's kind of like how I feel about, uh, as a musician, when you're coming up with a cover of a popular song... Like, yeah, it's it's great to uh, to keep some pieces of the original song. Like, sometimes you want to keep the melody or or whatnot. But what makes a cover really great is that you put your own spin on something that, you know, people haven't heard before. And so mm-hmm. that this movie kind of, not smooth, this musical adaptation, I should say, kind of failed to do that because then I go, oh, well, this is the part where X, this is the part where Shrek falls in love with Fiona. You know, I just, I, I was... It doesn't. Again, it didn't mean that I hated it. It wasn't like "Mamma Mia, here we go again" for me, but (laughs) it 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 just could have used that extra little pizzazz, I guess.
2: And the thing is, I get it, but I think what what I still and I and I circle back to it just because this was the one thing that kind of shook up and and traded blows with Disney. And it and I just love the storyline behind Shrek. Shrek's, it's Shrek's a great movie. I think it's fun. It's, I'm not going to say it's the godfather of our generation. It's the godfather yeah. of our childhood, Aaron. But oh, I, yeah. I think it's, it's a fun movie. It's a great movie. I really would have liked to see Chris Farley's take on it. I know that was like the original plan. Oh, yeah. I think that would have been a lot of fun. But I still just like that we grew up with princesses and princes that are just flawless and stunning and they get the happy ending and then you get this grotesque uh just not charming just not handsome ogre of a of a character literally and and it's a home run and and it's still relevant today obviously and i mean it it's just one of those things that Like, and that's why I'm saying, like, from the get go. When we started with that seven year old Shrek, and they're like, We're we're shipping you away. It's time for you to just walk and find your journey. I'm like, this is literally the exact opposite of what we do with any Disney movie. And I love it for that. It get and I don't know if it's just
0: continued.
2: And yeah, that would have been cool. But I think at the same time, when you're pitching Shrek the musical, you know no one's gonna give a damn. I I Know. Well, there,
1: there's this weird double standard that exists where there, there's a certain contingency of the audience of these things, of these remakes, who are going, I want to see something completely different. Why are you bothering to remake it? And then I think there's an even larger portion of the audience who's like, this isn't the thing that I like. I don't want this to change. I want this to be exactly the same. One of the things that I heard from people that loved the Lion King remake was like, it was exactly like the cartoon. I loved it. They yep. they don't want to necessarily see anything change, and I I, I also think as media becomes more and more fractured, uh, a lot more storytelling is going to keep relying on it's that thing you know. But again, and that that will be it. That's one of my frustrations with Star Wars at this point in time. Uh, it's just kind of fallen into this trap of ah. Look at it's a it's a Boba Fett guy. Look at that. He look like a Boba Fett. You like you like Boba Fett. There's a Boba Fett man. Uh, and that's it's it's unfortunate because it can yeah, creativity.
0: yeah, and then yeah. we just
1: get less original stories. Yeah, uh, but this new season of Star Trek, which is a fifty plus year old franchise, so good. <laughs> <laughs> plug in. Be more yeah. original and also, uh, I will watch every single piece of Star Trek uh, no matter what the quality is.
2: Yeah, and the thing I, I think James, Olivia, I think you guys are right on the money with it I in, in how you're feeling towards it. I just, I don't know, maybe it's just because I was like, yes, this is a big middle finger to Disney and they kept doing it the whole time and I just really, really liked it. And, Disney... and the, weird, the,
1: the, the weird thing about Shrek at this point in time, because this musical was released, uh, this ran on Broadway from, I, think, I don't know, 2008, 2010, and it was released on Netflix, I think, 2013, and we're talking about it in 2020. And so the story about fairy tales right now, the dialogue about that, that has been prevalent since Shrek came out, is fairy tales are kind of lies. Uh-huh. And so to see yet another take on a subversion of fairy tales yet again, uh, kind of kind of old and kind of a tired take. Uh, but I like Shrek the musical because it's got cool stuff. It's got little mice that dance and the mice are tap shoes and they're doing tap dance, but it's mice and Sutton Foster's playing the Pied Piper Blue and dance it's great it and so there's do du-
2: and the Duloc dancers came back
3: do oh dancers oh my gosh that's my favorite scene in the
1: first movie it's to to perfect, perfect time, time.
0: I don't want to get sued for copyright
1: James, I like the shiny shoes
3: wipe your, your face, face. <laughs>
2: Like it it it, it was just <laughs> It's classic. It's classic Charming I I I thought it was a very charming movie and it's just I agree with yeah. you. Maybe they just tested the waters, maybe they want to see what a prequel would look like. Maybe the demand is there, James. I think I, I don't checked, think it is. I think I checked I, the change dot org and last I saw was <laughs> thirty five million signatures and they're trying to get to fifty, so there is a big demand out there. What? <laughs> for for a prequel a to Shrek. <laughs> oh,
3: okay. Yeah, we need one.
2: It it's you're not alone, guys, is what is what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> Do we?
2: Yes. I, I we I'm fine without
0: movie. it. <laughs> I'm just saying this musical would have been better had it shown that journey of uh, 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 of a hopeful young ogre turn into a cynical slightly older older,
1: ogre hiding out let's let's play this thought exercise let's play this thought exercise let's Let's stop talking about what it might be james i want you to walk us through the entire story gladly on the spot gladly uh how the shrek was won the prequel to shrek yeah how the shrek was won
0: How so So after that scene that we see uh shrek getting kicked out we continue that and uh shrek goes to a village and at first everyone hates him because
1: james james what's the village called this is the entire thing, so you gotta spell everything you're right
0: i'm sorry i'm sorry uh they never mentioned it in the film but we can reasonably say it's probably like uh i'm sorry
2: Schmoling Sheen,
0: Schmoling Sheen, yeah, with, uh, with yeah. two Schmells, <laughs> <laughs> so with two Schmells. So he goes to Schmolling Sheen. Um, everyone is afraid because it's an ogre, but he's a baby ogre, and I, uh, you know, gets rocks thrown at him, thrown at him. So he has to hide in the forest, and then we start to, uh, you know. Explore that. Yes, Kenny.
1: Because the villagers had an ogre-blown response?
0: Yes, they had an ogre-blown response. Uh, because they just saw an ogre. So, uh, <laughs> then he has to live on his own in the forest for a little bit. And he's struggling. He's he's only seven. He's learning. And then uh, we can do like a slight time lapse until he's ten. Yes, Kenny?
1: You could say that Shrek was ogre-burdened?
0: Yes, he was ogre-burdened. Uh... And then we see, but eventually, so we always see him try and go back to the town to try and form that connection with the villagers. Because really, he just wants to have a connection and a community right now at 10 years old. Because he's been hiding away with his parents for seven years. So he's trying to explore this village and like actually make friends. And then, uh, yes, Aaron?
2: I, I don't think he was being hidden by his parents. His parents were just raising him. I think you're... They were... Well, they're ogres, so like, everyone's afraid of ogres,
0: so they were closed off from society. Yes, Kenny?
1: Yeah, it seemed like they were really just kind of pulling a Kiki's delivery service where, much like the witches in Kiki's delivery service at 11 years old, they just kind of get sent out into the world.
2: Regardless, it's canon ogre. Yeah, Aaron. Um, I hate to poke holes in your stories, um, but DreamWork already has boss baby. So I think if they were enter in the boss Shrekiverse, verse then they're just going to be entering into baby-verse and then we have to do a baby gladiator which I'm not sure how well is going to pull off. So I'm not sure if this can happen after all. It might have to be strictly a musical thing.
1: Keep going, James.
3: You got this, James. I want to hear the you rest of it.
1: Right?
0: So anyway, then uh, he finally finds a friend, and uh, we play with that relationship for years. And yeah, Kenny. Okay. you raise your hand?
1: What's the friend's name?
0: Uh, It would be something normal. It's a normal human name like John, because it's trying to invoke this idea of normalcy. I would and, say
1: that the character's name might be—I don't know, just off the top of my head—James.
0: Sure, it can be James. <sighs> I think I've seen. Here's this the demo. thing: I—I I was really excited to pitch, uh, pitch my story because I've been thinking about this for a long time.
3: James, I didn't—I didn't have any qualms about it. I, I know you didn't. <laughs> Remember, We're... I said I said that that Shrek was the godfather
1: of our generation. Yeah,
0: Olivia, I know you're on my side.
1: <laughs> and i've been i've only been making a plus ogre puns
2: i was just being i'm just warning you about dabbling into baby dreamworks territory because i'm not sure if the world is ready to see baby gladiators fighting right now yeah that's true although how cool would that be
1: that would actually be pretty cool so the
0: friendship develops over time and it becomes a very heartwarming thing because now people are starting to accept Shrek into the village and then uh, the village comes under, under attack and Shrek wow. gets to protect it. He gets to feel like a hero and that ends act one after he saves the day and the village accepts him. And then we open up on act two where uh, it's all good. It's great. Everything's happy. He is finally fulfilling that hero role that he's always wanted. And then Lord Farquaad comes into the picture. Not, Ooh. yeah, but it's just, this is where his like iron rule comes into play where his guards are kind of stationed everywhere and they're rounding up all the all the fairy tale creatures. Well, the
1: Farquaad fascism is creeping in, but everyone's just like, uh, it's fine, you're all overreacting.
0: Right, and that's kind of the census of everywhere else. But this village is like, well, no, we like Shrek. Um, and then slowly that erodes their trust in him because of the propaganda of fairy tale creatures and uh like they're starting to look at him differently and like well does he eat babies like uh, well, do i mean i haven't seen him but maybe they do uh and then uh the friend and this is key to the midpoint of act two because the friend uh i said john you all said james uh this is where the split starts to happen because there's a misunderstanding. I haven't worked out quite what it is yet, but it is the classic of like, Oh, uh, I don't, uh, our different beliefs and r- being raised differently is now splitting us apart. So now John slash James goes off and becomes one of the Lord Farquaad guards. And now the village no longer trusts in Shrek. And then, after they kick him out again... Yes, Kenny?
1: So would that make uh, that character a knight?
0: No, he's just a guard. The guards that's weren't A nice.
3: plot twist. The friend is Thelonious.
0: Yes. <laughs> that would be great. Yes, that's even better. Thelonious.
1: Pick
3: number three, my lord. number three, my lord. Pick pick number number three, three, my lord.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I was just going to say, if he was a knight, he could be James Knight.
3: Oh, shit. That was good, Kenny.
1: I'll take my answer off the air. So <laughs>
0: this uh, this eventually drives Shrek. Because at this point, he's had everything. Now he's lost everything. So this is where the bitterness starts to incur. And then it's just a constant reminder of how he's different. And then he finally finds his swamp and we see how he has to like constantly protect himself from the outside world because of essentially really it's just uh prejudice and racism that this is mapping. So he puts up the signs, he starts scaring people so he can push people out and it becomes that legend of like, don't go near that swamp because the ogre lives there. And then our last moment is, when he goes into the outhouse and shuts the door and then all star by smash mouth plays curtains. And that's how it should have gone.
3: Wow. That's that actually was good. Pretty good. great. That was, I that was good.
0: I'd, I've thought I'd, a I'd, lot about this. I can tell. I, can- <laughs> I really like Shrek. And that would have, because it would have been a perfect tie in and explained why Shrek is the way he is.
3: Have you like actually written like a spec
1: script on that?
0: no but I guess I could
1: yeah do you it for, do it for NaNoWriMo baby for what NaNoWriMo National Novel Writing Month oh but instead of novel just write your screenplay which is you could do that
3: And yeah. and and you would be one of those people who would like legitimately be doing that not just like um I'm just here to I'm just working on my screenplay I and hate like, those you know, people yeah no you're not one of those people though
0: no I've written three screenplays nice hey. you
3: heard it you heard it here first folks
0: none of them are amazing
3: that's how you get started though like but you're my still writing first, right exactly like exactly my, like my first few songs are okay but now they're not like anywhere near to like what i can do now so like your your screenplays it's good that you've already started writing screenplays because then that way this one can be your magnum
1: opus yes i don't know james i heard that your friend lin manuel did something with your hamilton spec
0: yeah i guess it got picked up i i really wasn't paying attention sure i just yeah. kind of threw it at him you know
1: sure yeah hopefully you got a percentage on that if he did anything with uh
0: you, you know i really didn't think it was gonna pick up anywhere so i was like you can have all of it Lynn. you
1: just gotta wait for so it, generous i
0: yeah i was in the room where it happened so
1: Olivia Olivia. snaps and snaps jane
0: Yeah, so I'm done. With my yes, Olivia.
3: If okay, this might I might be transitioning now to Rotten Tomatoes, but is there like any kind of equivalent to a Rotten Tomatoes game? If this is all on the stage.
1: Well, I mean, this was released on Netflix, and because of that, there are critical reviews and audience ratings on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, okay. Oh. So it's still happening. Indeed. Did this-
0: didn't this win two tony's for costume and set design did i make that up or did i get nominated
1: i just don't think there's any way to find that out i
0: don't uh, think there is either i'll just call out into the ether
1: uh as executive chief archivist i'll have my underling uh look at it
0: who as we established, is you it's until still we me, can very much so. uh yeah. get that position filled
3: It can't just be, like, any person, too. It has to be the right person. Oh, yeah. Um, We
0: have to go through a lengthy and intense interview process. Uh,
1: Yes. Shrek the Musical won a Tony for Best Costume Design in 2009, won three uh, Drama Desk Awards, uh, two for Outstanding Set Design and Outstanding Costume Design, and one for Outstanding Actor in a Musical for Brian oh. Darcy James, the person okay. that played uh, Shrek. Shrek, yeah. And then in the original London production, uh, won a Laurence Olivier Award for Best Performance in a Supporting Role in a Musical for Nigel Harmon.
0: Oh, good job, he Nigel. He
1: played... In the, Bro- in the London version, he played... I'm going
0: to guess Farquaad. Maybe... Pinocchio,
1: he won best supporting performance Donkey. as Lord Farquaad.
2: Hey. Hey. hey,
1: Farquad Farquaad rules. Farquad rules. God,
2: so good.
1: I loved his
3: sparkled outfits. I'm like, you go, man. Like, yeah. go big or go home.
0: I just can't believe he was on his knees for most of that That's performance. That's incredible. Yeah, also, I was like,
1: I was exhausted for him. Yeah, the Netflix version, uh uses the song donkey pot pie well i guess the netflix version as well as just the home media version uses the song donkey pot pie instead of the stage replacement forever Hmm, interesting Hmm, it was donkey pot pie was cut from future productions
0: hmm. and why that's
2: weird too sexy shrug
1: shrug indeed okay
0: it just doesn't make sense that dragon t- can talk all right
1: yeah canonically kind
0: of me. thank you olivia thank you
3: she's supposed to be i mean dragon is like she's supposed to be seductive by like you know just by her actions and her facial expressions and yeah. this is coming from the lioness you know sometimes you don't have to say anything to right. like just put out know, that vibe that pool yeah, yeah exactly yeah.
1: But sometimes you do have to make your thoughts known, uh, as is the case on anyone that frequents the website, Rotten Tomatoes.
0: Play that, Stinger.
1: It's the Rotten Tomatoes game. Boom, da, boom, boom, splat. Speaking of Rotten Tomatoes, we're about to play the podcast's fourth favorite game of the Rotten Tomatoes game. Now, the Rotten Tomatoes game, for people that are starting off on this, our 100th episode, is based off of the website Rotten Tomatoes, a film review aggregator that takes all submitted film reviews, averages them out by a pass-fail system, then assigns a science percentage on how many people might think a movie is either fresh or rotten. Now, Rotten Tomatoes is not a provider of a score that a film is X percent good. It is only a score of how many people liked it i will be asking our panelists for two numbers as per usual uh and in the spirit of the review that i pulled i will be asking first for the audience number and then the critical score uh out of for the audience rating on which we will be guessing out of 429 audience <laughs> ratings on rotten tomatoes that's,
2: that's a, a lot more score. than i originally thought to be fair I
3: I was hoping it was 420, because I, to be honest with you, I was like, I think I needed to e- eat some edibles or smoke a joint while watching this film. <laughs> yeah, that <it> might have helped.
1: <laughs> uh, starting with Mr. Fight, what do you think the audience approval rating is for Shrek the musical? 37%. 37%? James, you're lowballing it, baby. Do you think I, that's true?
0: I think people are in the same camp as me, James Fight. True Shrek believer. <laughs>
1: Uh, thank you for establishing again what your your name is Mr. Fight Uh, Olivia uh, you kind of fall on team no on Shrek the musical will that carry over to your Rotten Tomatoes guest for the audience score
3: yeah so I'm going to be a little bit more optimistic than James uh, just because there are just those Broadway like super fans and they will I mean there's people who just like oh if it's a stage adaptation I don't care I just have to see people perform I believe like, those people are also in the mix. So I'm going to say 55%. 55%. Oh.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Mr. Salinas. We've I'm going to say 76
0: 30- 76%. 76%. That you are optimistic, my friend. If it pays Pretty off, sick. good
2: job.
1: Well, why so optimistic, Aaron?
2: I, I, I think it, it's a charming... If you take it for what it is, it's a very charming musical that... It, it it knows what it is it's it's a silly thing and i i think people had fun with it
1: and for the listeners uh, that are listening to the home audio version james is currently crying blood right now in response to aaron's answer
2: I I, I I think shrek's great i don't think there's as many shrek stands as james though i know
0: another on twitter that i have a mad <laughs> crush on She's wonderful. Uh, okay, Honestly, like that out.
3: needs to be your criteria for like finding a soulmate. Like that <laughs> person has to either like come to love Shrek as much as you do, or already come in loving Shrek as much as you do.
0: And or love D and
3: D. That too. But in the context oh, of Shrek the mu- and in oh, con- yeah, the context into, of this of Shrek. Episode.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yes. They also need to love Shrek.
3: You can on on a date be like do you believe that shrek is the
0: godfather of- <laughs> I'm sorry when you were when we were born okay great perfect age range so you agree it's godfather and citizen kane of our generation
1: oh i think the godfather is the godfather of our generation
0: you're wrong and i'm ending this date goodbye uh, i'll i'll still pay i'm i'm sorry but i will leave
1: sure also i'd love to have another date because i think you're very interesting <laughs> <laughs> uh all of you were too pessimistic all of you have gone under the correct answer for the audience rating is 79 percent. what what, it's what? So this close. has oh,
0: 79
1: <laughs> percent. i want to
0: vomit everywhere
3: although like i've said before i like being under so
0: it doesn't matter
2: hey. <laughs> and, oh man i was so damn
1: You're close, Uh, buddy. I was close. You're close, Aaron. uh, I'm not going to give you a critical sample size on this. I will just require you to give me a guess on what the critical response is for Shrek the Musical.
2: All it takes is one. Oh, shit. I don't know. (laughs)
1: Uh, Mr. Salinas, what do you think the guess is? for Shrek the Musical from critics of which... I'm not playing a game. There are indeed critical reviews for this film. So it's not a trick question. It's not okay. zero. There are there are indeed reviews.
0: There are reviews. Okay, got it. Yes. 80?
1: 80%. <laughs> why 80?
2: It feels like a good number. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> eh, it, it could be better, but eh, dude, it's not the worst thing in the world.
0: Can you say reviews correct
1: correct yes
0: okay implying multiple
1: that is correct (laughs) okay it's not a trick question it's not just one review there are indeed many reviews okay i think it's Uh, olivia's turn sure olivia so are we guessing
3: the number of reviews or like what the critics thought of
1: just what the critics thought i'm just refusing to supply you with a critical sample size
3: Gotcha. Okay, I'm going to be a little bit more optimistic than my last guess, and i
1: say 64%. 64%. Now, Olivia, I don't know if you know this, but that's lower than Aaron's optimistic answer of 80%. Yeah. Okay. It is. All right. Uh, <laughs> and James, Super. our resident number one Shrek stan, we stand a legend, as we've yeah. established on the podcast. Yeah. You could bring it all home, James. You could nail this one. The entire fate of the podcast rests in your hands.
0: If I get this wrong, we have to end the podcast right here. No.
1: That's canon, unfortunately.
0: That's canon. So, sorry, gang. Uh, I think... This isn't fun. I think... Kenny said it wasn't a trick, but I think there is some trickery to this. I think... Now... This part won't be part of my answer. This is just me theorizing. I think there was four, maybe five reviewers. I think they all disliked it. So I'm guessing 0%. Uh,
1: You think that there are four or five reviews?
0: That's not part of my answer. My official answer is 0%. That's just how I led, was led to
1: 0%. James, on a technicality, winning... However,
2: cuz he can't go under.
1: There are 3 reviews. 3 of oh, so Oh gross. my gosh. Stop. All of which are positive. What? Rotten Tomatoes does not list a score. But there are 3 official critical reviews, which could make this the only movie that we will review on this podcast that is both 0% and one hundred percent. Oh my! Oh my gosh! It's an wow. anomaly.
2: So we can still do the pod. We can still do the pod, oh, gang
1: guys. We're, we're we still here? We still, oh, still here? That was a
0: close one. I what? Kenny, uh, my other answer was going to be was hyphen. That was going to be my other answer.
1: Uh, the technicality is because it's both zero and one hundred. We're going to have to cut the podcast down by half.
3: Ooh. Uh,
0: so we'll release it every other week now.
1: Yeah, and in thirty minute increments. <laughs> yeah, okay. and and
3: shame on yeah. we'll watch TV is going to take over.
2: <laughs> yeah, There you go. We're just ba- watching Bachelor TV and now. Bachelorette year round.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, now, I mean... It, now it's just called watch TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're just we cover television. Yeah. <laughs> All of got, it. A,
3: got a whole lot of trash coming up, guys. I'm so pumped.
1: God, that was, and you can only watch 45 minutes of each Bachelorette episode everything just straight down the middle half
0: I can't believe all three of them positive
1: yeah (laughs) and that's the thing about Rotten Tomatoes because uh, Grace Montgomery from Common Sense Media her Rotten Tomatoes poll is musical version is edgier not as fun as animated movie but this is the thing about Rotten Tomatoes because it just measures if you like it or if you don't like it and so even a movie that's just like "Eh, it's kind of fun is fresh yeah, because cool. that's it's it's just a pass fail system, so you get a hundred percent if a whole bunch of people are just like eh, that's fine whatever.
0: Yeah, but this was both. It's like schrodinger's cat, but in this site and in, in this case, it's the Madison Tomato, where it's both positive and negative, one hundred percent.
1: The Madison 0%.
3: Tomato. Okay, uh-huh. that's also on our merch line.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, uh and. As we've established in previous episodes, uh, the person that is most off the mark in both rounds of the game does have to pay $30 to the winner, uh, to the choice of the winner's Jerry Now, Dreams won on a technicality. Uh, and just looking at the numbers, um, the person that's farthest away on both guesses, oh, I, wow, that's surprising. Uh, I guess it's uh, Aaron, which is- I, I
2: wasn't well. the furthest away on the first answer, though
0: it's a combination what? of both Aaron we have been doing I've this like,
3: for a 100 I have episodes like, i have like full immunity so i'm never i'm never yeah, wrong
2: she's the lioness yeah that, i mean that, that's probably, it was it just wasn't me though mm. Mm. i i can can i see the rules <laughs>
1: just look it up in the drive sheet I, Aaron are you doing meth <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Aaron on the podcast <laughs> Aaron tisk i i that's I wouldn't know
2: record. where to. <laughs> I wouldn't know where to buy meth, guys. I, I. Man, no it, wonder, no it. wonder
3: you, no wonder you turned your video off
2: several
3: times. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> you had to shoot up, right in the middle of recording. Well, that's been our episode of Sham Watch. Thank you to Denise Hudson for our rockin' theme song and to James Garcia for our artwork. <laughs> Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to ShameWash on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever podcasts are found. Have suggestions, questions, comments, or general tomfoolery you want to contribute to the pod? Send it our way. Visit us on t- Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at ShameWashPod so we can talk with you. Finally, you can contribute to our Patreon at patreon.com slash it does cost money to put out superb content like this pod so even a one dollar donation can make a huge difference
1: <laughs>
0: now it's our favorite time of the year and by year i mean podcast yes uh kenny what happens at the ten
1: dollar level well, if you're talking about the Midwest tier at $10 per month, yeah. uh, you were talking about getting all of the perks that are provided at the three other levels available on Shame Watch, mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. as receiving a monthly picture, mm-hmm. parentheses, nice picture of yeah. one of our hosts' feet, along with a nice haiku written either by Aaron Salinas or James Fight, mm-hmm. not by me or Olivia. No. We are not included in that haiku, but I guess we are included with the feet picture. So that's we the are yep, tier. Yep. Yep.
3: Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Apparently, I'm going to get so. a pedicure now with There's those no Patreon funds.
1: And that's at the $10 level. That's James. at the $10 level. Happy 100 episodes.
0: Happy 100 episodes to you, Kenny. Olivia, weapons at the $7
3: level? Ooh, so the $7 level, you get everything in the $2 and $5 levels and all of the behind the scenes content that you mm-hmm. can't get anywhere else.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Aaron,
0: my friend, mm-hmm. my buddy. Yep. My pal. But yes, not sir. For your
1: best friend. Let's, let's
0: establish. Easy. Web is at the $5 level.
2: Oh, James, I think you're talking about the shameful level because uh, yeah. that's where you get the yummy bits. You ever wonder what we talk about before the pod? Well, now you don't mm-hmm. have to wonder anymore. You're also going to get any of the perks from level two as well. And, of
0: course, at level two, you get access to our commentary episodes and to Shamewatch TV. You get to listen to Olivia and her guests talk right now about the Bachelor bachelorette. Yes. And
3: it's, 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 it's getting messy. heat. I hear. Oh, it's so good. James, you better be tuning in.
0: I will eventually. And you also <laughs> get your name read on the podcast, starting with Kenny Madison
2: from Austin, Texas,
0: Aaron O. Salinas from Austin, Texas, Gene Fight.
2: From Bowling Green, Ohio Alan Smith From Leander, Texas Bradley McPherson From Tulsa, okay Jennifer Steinberg From Austin, Texas Herc From Austin, Texas Ian Keegan From Gillette, Wyoming Danny Cantu From San Marcos, Texas Miranda Suarez From San Antonio, Texas Irene Suarez from San Antonio, Texas. Nolan Barger, from Oklahoma City, OK. Diane Davis, from Austin, Texas. Abel, from Austin, Texas.
1: Abel, what was what was the mnemonic <laughs> trick that we worked on?
2: Last? I forgot.
1: <laughs> uh, it's... Abel, like I'm sorry. <laughs> like like, pina and pina colada. So you uh-huh. get the nya. Just say nia. Pina. Right, now take the P off and just say the Nya. (laughs) Nya. And then who is the villain in Samurai Jack? Aku. So say those two things together.
2: Aku Nya? Hey!
1: From
0: Austin, Texas. The con save.
2: Oh, from Stephenville, Texas. Yes, thank you.
0: And my friends. Until next time. Wait,
2: wait, says- wait, wait. Ogres have podcasts.
0: Until next time.
1: Wait, 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 wait. Ogres are like podcasts.
0: Until next time.
3: Wait, 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 wait. Ogres are like podcasts.
0: until next time wait wait wait
1: wait wait ogres are like podcasts
0: until next time our watch is now ended
3: wait 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 hey now you're a podcast go play Play.
0: (laughs) until next time our watch is now ended. dive at your own risk
2: all that glitters is gone.